Welcome to Talent Hub Talk. I'm Ben Duncan, and on this podcast, I will be interviewing prominent and inspirational figures from both the local ANZ and global Salesforce Ohana. Today's episode is focused on preparing for the CTA process and review board. And we are using some insight from previous CTA guests that we've had on the podcast to share their insight and journey. So you'll be hearing from Doina Popper, Andy Mahood, Sam Wadwani, Aryan Kramer, Mo Salim, Zedzari Zedetsky, Rohit Kumar, Vinay Sal, and Jutendra Zar. So yeah, please Listen, take some insight from people that have gone through the journey before, and hopefully you'll get some really good tips and advice through the journey. And if you do, please do subscribe for future episodes that are coming through. I would say that that sort of honest self-assessment is important because what it establishes that expectation. The journey to CTA is not to be taken you know, lightly. And I, I say that people give up their jobs to do you know, the journey to CTA, you know, it, it's that significant. But it's significant because, like I say, it's a unique environment to be in. That's not to say you won't be in it again, but, you know, it's a, it's quite a unique one as a test um, to be in with the time constraint and the sort of breadth and density of, um, of technical knowledge that you need to um, articulate in a very short space of time. But if you don't look at the way you operate and what makes you tick and how you think, how you react, how you feel when you're going through some of these experiences, then you can set yourself up to have an expectation of both your capability and what you can achieve that just may not be realistic. And what that means is that, in my view at least, is that whilst you have this inner voice that is telling you that you have to achieve a certain level, you're not balancing that with the reality that is, okay, you operate in a particular way. So maybe your expectations need to change, or maybe there's a different way of achieving it. So I, I struggled with the perfectionist side of things. And I then battled with, you know, the perfectionist side with the fact that I felt a lot of people already considered me a CTA, therefore I had to achieve it. So there's a lot of pressure there. So that just kept me trying in the early days of my journey, trying to spend every waking moment, either studying or practicing or thinking about the technical content or how to achieve um, the presentations and things like that. It was all consuming, but that meant that if I didn't look at myself and think, actually, what I've given up to try and do that is the very thing that balances my thought process out. So it's exercising, it's taking time out to relax. All of those things actually complement and help you to think clearly. So yeah. I was sort of putting hurdles up in front of myself, but without realizing it. So it's things like that that I think you have to sort of look inwardly and take a step back and uh, and objectively consider, okay, why did I make that decision? Or why am I struggling to do X, Y, and Z? You need a bit of excitement, right? So uh, so if you go in front of a, of a new group of people, uh, there's always a bit of excitement. 
and and that's fine as well right so that's also something i learned uh, along the way that excitement needs to be there uh, because it's going to help you in, in being energetic enough right and and allow you to drive the conversation but acknowledging that it, it's there that's also good and and uh, acknowledging that it's fine that it's there is something that will help you uh, actually embrace it and then say okay well let that not get in the way of a good performance but actually uh, let that help me in doing this uh, the best way i can first of all no netflix no amazon prime okay that's the first <laughs> law okay that i follow so literally i haven't watched a single movie on a netflix or amazon prime for almost one and a half year uh, no way uh, i said okay i'm not going to spend time on those it's not like all movies are <laughs> bad but i don't want to spend time on that that's the first thing the second thing normally on a youtube you get a lot of recommendations and all that so on a chrome browser i have a nice plugin to stop me getting a recommendation but i use youtube for watching a specific selfos related video like apexar or something else okay i used to watch that one that is required but no more recommendation thank you google okay so i said no for that one also for a browsing on the internet i used to have a kind of extension in a chrome that i'm not going to see few of the sites more than 10 minutes per day so complete stop around that one because i just want to spend more time on a selfos related cta study around that one and another thing is that i used to have a calendar of almost 8 months in advance what i'm going to do in each month which certification i want to follow and which for this particular certification i have to spend 30% of time in planning and 70% is the execution around that and while execution in a planning i used to decide give me target of 120% target i know this is not going to be finished 120% but even if i degrade with a 20% i'm achieving 100% <laughs> so it's a little bit a different way of thinking but that's that's the way i did it for an example uh, for cta exam one month before the 15 mocks i did i planned those 3 months in advance with the different setup group of people so i like to have it because i want to have a similar setup where three cta's or three people asking me questions around that one so i did that whole calendar booking 3 months in advance when i got to know the date in january around that one so the planning is very important for me what i'm going to do so even today i know what is my plan for a next week even in the office work i do not plan any ad hoc meeting that is a meeting for tomorrow no i'm meeting i plan a meeting for two weeks after or three weeks after and thinking ahead what i'm going to do in the coming two three weeks around that one so little bit more productivity stuff and also watch a lot of youtube video on productivity from a different youtubers which talks about which app you should use like a quizlets i was using for a city preparation and still last moment only the hitting to the right points okay what you need to speak about precise concise and seconds around the whole terminology of the words and all those kind of stuffs and staying in a netherland okay we even don't visit to our friends without any appointment right so we work in a very structured way of <laughs> i would say the planning and that's very interesting stuff in netherland which i learns which are just planning actually in a day to day work as well actually to it makes life quite easier i must say that around that one so i think that also same like olympic folks right okay preparing if you see in the next olympic because of this last olympic got delayed they have just have a three years to compete for the com- competition so it means they are already started training for that one so 
I'm not Olympic. I am not going to be Olympian. But just taking the little bit of inspiration from those people, how these guys are going to prepare. So if you just put that one in your calendar, I think it works. That's the way I work. Actually, I'm not giving a rocket science example, but it is about putting yourself into the boundary of the things what you want to do and structurally need to be done. You cannot improve if you cannot measure yourself, or you don't know what was the problem. I didn't know what was my problem. So I, of course, I mean, a lot of people helped me on my way. A lot of CTAs, mentors were there, but their time is very precious. It is very hard for CTA to get for me for six months or seven months. And then I heard about Flow Republic, I think somewhere social media or something. I reached out to Seb and Seb said, last candidate is left. Let me know if you want to join on the LinkedIn. Within a 30 minute, I said, Sebastian, I'm in. <laughs> Tell me what I have to do. Great salesman, Seb. <laughs> <laughs> so I still remember my first one-on-one. He kind of destroyed me Okay, on my first one-on-one. I was completely overconfident and he threw me off. And that time I came to know I am everything except I don't need a technical knowledge. I was not good in communication. I was not good in storytelling, was not good in articulation. I was not good in expressing my mind that okay, why I chose solution A versus solution B. So solutioning was not a problem for me. The problem was defending that and how to communicate the idea. So I think that was the biggest difference for me. And other than that, I did solo that time. And this time I had a group study. I had my friends and we studied together almost every evening we will meet. We will challenge each other. We will know what are the uncomfortable areas and we will really ask hard on the area where someone is uncomfortable. We did a lot of mocks. We learned a lot from them. On top of that, we did a lot of hands-on. And again, Trailhead is great. I mean, over the last few years, Trailhead has been coming great source, resource for the CTA. Last not least, the for CTA mentor you need to have. These are all the combination I will say I missed in the first attempt and which I made in the last attempt. CTA, if you, is something as, as I said, right? If you do it in the right way, the time that you invest in preparation is actually an enabler for you, uh, you know, so it's like you are practicing to go for a war, right? So you need to practice really well so that you can do well. And every day is a war. Every yeah. day when you meet a customer, it's a different sort of a challenge. And every day you have to prove yourself that why you are worthy of it. How can I improve my day-to-day activity? How, how I can become better at my job, waking up earlier, optimizing my day, focusing on the right priorities? learning faster, reading faster, uh, talking to the right people, asking the right questions. It's not something that you would limit on the salesforce. So I was really thrilled to, you know, to start this kind of journey. And yeah, I mean, I, I, made, I made a lot of friends. I started with some people that you had already on the podcast. I know a lot of people that you have on the podcast. Uh, it, it's a community, that is, it's a growing community. And I, I, I like to be part of it. I like to be part of the Salesforce ecosystem. I found about the review board dates around three, three weeks before the review board. And I had around five days to make up my mind if I'm going to take the date or not. So usually you would expect a review board date to be assigned two to three months in advance. During my studying, I cannot say I was the best student that 
that Wagner has ever seen, that definitely would be an overestimate. I made a lot of mistakes. And I, you know, it's like going to a mock, going into a study session, then asking stupid questions, feeling stupid about it, learning a little bit about it. Going another day, we had daily meetings starting at 8 a.m. And I would make another stupid mistake. And I would, you know, and, and it hurts every time you do a stupid mistake because you're exposed to such, such a brilliant group of people that you have around you that, yeah, you know, you need to be prepared to be unexperienced and to show also your weaknesses because only in this way you can bridge those gaps. And in my case, it was like making mistakes up to the day when I had a review board and then deliver the best possible performance on that day because I already made all of my mistakes before. You know, it's just so much mistakes you can make. And then I didn't have any left. <laughs> so that was my way of studying. That was my way of studying. My, I, I, I wanted to do all mistakes, ask all stupid questions, uh, make all the bad presentations prior to that day, and then collect my best knowledge, best skills, and just deliver it on, on the on the performance day. And yes, in this three weeks before before the review board, I had to mobilize myself. I changed my daily routine completely. I started to wake up earlier, like around six o'clock or even before that. Uh, the good thing was that I was already on vacation in Spain and in Spain it gets really hot really soon. So when you wake up at six, you already have a nice weather outside. So it really helped me to to straighten my my daily routine. And I also have have seen a correlation. The earlier I wake up, the better my day goes. If I would wake up at seven or eight, I would have two more hours of sleep, but my daily productivity would be lower by around fifty percent. And even with more hours of sleep, I would be still sleepy during the uh, lunchtime. While when I sleep six hours or you know, even five, but wake up at five, at six, you have this drive throughout the day and you can stay focused and concentrated up to 10, 11 p.m. when you need to wrap up your day. So I was able to increase on the, in the short span of time my productivity. And uh, yeah, and, and repeat everything I studied before, the one and a half uh, years before. And I actually just started to do my mock. So before that, um, knowledge of my of my presentation day, of my report day, I didn't do much uh, mock. Maybe I did maybe 10, 12. So it's uh, it's really not not too much. And I plan to get the report date and then starting to do mocks like one mock every two days, every three days, collect the feedback, process the feedback, and move on. But due to the short time, I had to do like eight mocks in seven days, like every day, one mock to really focus just on that. So at the end, I really, I went to the beach in Spain just once on my last day, but I was able to make a really good progression in my presentation skills and my solution skills for the mock. So to the point that I had two sessions with, with my coach, with um, Seb Wagner, uh, at the beginning of my seven days mock sprint and at the end. And at the beginning of my mock sprint, Seb would say, would tell me that I'm not ready for the reward. It's better to pass right now and you know not risk your your chances. But at, at the end, when I 
get to the seventh day, I had another mock with him and he said, well, you made tremendous progress. You're, you're ready to, do, to go now. So I was able to progress day by day. In seven days. In seven days, right. This episode of Talent Hub Talk is sponsored by our friends from Flow Republic. Flow Republic is a Salesforce Architect Academy that works with individuals and businesses to upskill and prepare Salesforce architects for the CTA Review Board. They also have a number of other offerings, including coaching and guiding on areas such as soft skills, consulting, and design training. Flow Republic are some of the brightest minds in the Salesforce ecosystem and have a proven track record of developing Salesforce professionals and helping architects to reach their goal of becoming a CTA. To find out more about the value they can add, please check out flowrepublic.com. What I realized when I was studying for the CTA, and even after I got the, at that time multiple choice exam, I still had to go back and review all of the materials, everything, even if I were saying, uh, I was saying, I'm a good developer, right? It didn't matter. I still had to go back and study every single item. For me, probably the biggest challenges were identity management, single sign-on, all of those things that I hadn't used so much. And also just finding that cadence and that balance between me being a perfectionist and wanting to make the perfect presentation, the perfect artifact, and to explain in every single detail how one piece of requirement would be solved. Finding sure. that balance of what's the right level of diagram prettiness, explanation of the solution, and still getting everything in time, touching all of the components, that was the biggest challenge, to be honest, for me. Sure. So repetition of how do you actually deliver uh, and prove the knowledge. At Takeda, we had Wes Nolte and Cameron Cronin. That They were the first to go through the process as guinea pigs. And they worked through this process with some of the Salesforce, with a team in Salesforce, kind of coaching them on what that what the board was all about. Like this was a, a time where Salesforce really needed architects or certified architects within Europe, and they wanted to help us kind of coach this first crop of people through the process. So Wes and Cam went through that process and eventually went did the board and was eventually successful doing the board. And I wanted to be next because I, I thought I, did it, I had the experience to do it. Wes and Cam's experience helped me massively. And Wes put heaps of time into pulling this all together into an academy internally within Tequila, this architect academy, um, which was insanely valuable. And, and a lot of that has actually transferred into some of, this, some of the work that Sebastian Wagner is now doing at Flare Republic, actually. And so I, I, I did my CTA board exam at the same time as Seb. We studied together around that but we also had some help from mark kane i remember who sort of who had also i think he'd done it just before wes and cam and he sort of came in and talked to us a lot about the like a methodology for it like what what do you want to be describing what do you want to be communicating what's the marking scheme which is incredibly important to make sure you're studying and are strong in the right areas the first thing I would say, which many of us, when they start that journey here from, from different experienced people, is know why you want to do it. So it's not like if you think about a badge, you're getting a badge or you're getting credentials that make you just unique, but you do not believe in, in many things that you wanted to achieve by, by being in such journey will make the commitment you make during that journey harder on you. So know very well what, what you're doing and why you wanted to do it, what you wanted to achieve. 
because this what will help you in that journey. So that will be the first advice I would give. Second, third, fourth will be all around. Surround yourself with people believe in that path or in that journey the same way you believe in. Try to get yourself into the right level of support. So join a team who has a program that runs, that help aspiring uh, CTAs to become a CTA. That has people who are experienced in that process, studying three months, studying six months, actually certified uh, architects and stuff like that. And this can be achieved by different options, right? Joining a team like our team, say, in, in Deloitte, we have a program in Bootcamp, and there are a few others that run similar things, right? So join a team that has this, this uh, capability. Or it is available also through programs like the, what, what Sebastian runs, Floor Republic. It is very well structured, and every investment you make there really works. So you have different ways to do that to support in, in your journey. Don't do this by yourself. Don't do it alone because it will really be very hard. It is all about the community you, 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 you study with, the people you surround yourself with, the projects you are actually enrolling yourself in by joining a team or, or stuff that give you the hands-on experience in different areas. The ecosystem is quite large now. It is very hard to have hands-on experience in every piece. So getting the opportunity to work with a team that has a wider range of projects and varies in size between small and large and enterprise will help you in that journey, if that makes sense. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talent Hub Talk. If you're enjoying the podcast, we'd love it if you could subscribe and also leave a short review. Um, We're keen for this podcast to reach as many people in the Salesforce ecosystem as possible, and your reviews will help us do that.